0: Thank you for tuning into the new Covenant Life Christian Church podcast, where we are loving God and loving his people. It's all about him. Our focus is spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ and advancing his kingdom in the earth. Now, let's join Pastor Pete Pierce for today's life-changing word. Well, you ready to get into this word? Praise the Lord. Stand to your feet. Well, listen, in your Bibles, on your iPhone, your iPad, on your phone, whatever you're using to to read your scripture today, turn to our foundational text, which is Romans chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. That's our foundational text. Now, for the last several weeks, this is actually part 12. Can you believe that? We've been talking and dealing with the subject of faith. It's a subject or a topic that we can never, ever get enough of amen and i'm gonna prove it to you from the word of god romans chapter 1 verse 16 and 17 this is our foundational text of scripture that we've been using it says for i am not ashamed of the gospel of christ for it is the power of god unto salvation to everyone that believeth to the jew first and also to the greek and verse 17 says this for therein is the righteousness of god revealed from faith to faith As it is written, we're going to read this last part together. Ready, read. The the just shall live by faith. faith. Father, we bless you on this morning. We thank you for your unconditional love that you have for us. That while we were yet sinners, you sent your son Jesus to die for us and to redeem us back to to you, Father. And we are so grateful for that. Now, we thank you that now, even as we come together to hear the word of God, we pray for the miracle of the sword that... Four out of four, everyone in here today is good ground, and they're going to bring forth fruit in their lives, some 30, some 60, some 100-fold, and we thank you for that, God. We know in and of ourselves we could do absolutely nothing, but with you, Father, all things are possible. Now, Holy Spirit, do only what you can do, and we ask these things in your son Jesus' name, and all the people of God, shout it, amen. 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 Well, you may be seated in the presence of our life-changing king. Amen. Well, we going to, um, as we've been doing from week to week, we're going to kind of uh, cover some of the scriptures that we've been talking about. And we're just going to cover those scriptures briefly. And then we're going to have a subtopic scripture that we're going to deal with on today. And we're going to talk about that particular theme for the rest of the day. But I want to make sure if you don't have these scriptures, please write them down. And then even throughout the week, take the time to go back and read these scriptures. That's why it's so good to, to have the podcast. Because really, faith does come by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Fear comes the same way. Amen. If you're always surrounded by negativity or something that's, that's always talking doom and gloom, guess what's going to happen to you? It's going to become a part of you. So you listen, we want to be people of faith. So we dealt with it out of Romans chapter 12. Verse number three, where it talked about that God had dealt to every man the measure of faith. So it works like this. Every believer has the measure of faith. Every believer has the measure of faith. And what I love about the Lord, man, he always makes the the playing field even for everybody. That's why it doesn't say a measure of faith. It says the measure of faith. So every believer has the same measure. Amen. Amen. I don't care if you grew up in a church all your life. You know, you have a, 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 a church pedigree where your, your daddy was saved, your daddy's daddy was saved or whatever. Or if you never grew up in the church, the day you were saved, you were dealt the measure of faith. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And from that point on, it continues to grow. Then we talked about in Galatians chapter two, verse number 20. I like to read this whole scripture. It says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. The life that you and I live as believers, guess how we have to live it? By faith, but we're still living it in this flesh. you still here on the earth. Right? So even for the believer, you're living your life in the flesh, but we live it by faith through Jesus Christ. Amen. So you're not living your own life. Rehearse the scriptures. Amen. Go, be around saints. that's going to be encouraging to you. When things are going good, that's when you do it. Amen. So that's why I want you to be encouraged by these scriptures. And I don't feel bad by rehearsing them week after week. Because I promise you, there are going to be times, man, you're going to be in the middle of it. You don't, you're not even going to know where it's going to come from. But it's the Holy Spirit on the inside of you that's going to remind you of some of these scriptures. He, the Bible says he'll bring all things to your remembrance. Amen. Amen. Has anybody ever witnessed that? Well, you've been in certain situations, and man, you, you don't know where the scriptures from, came from. Sometimes you, don't, you, you didn't even know you knew it. I mean, as far as you know, in, in your heart like that, but all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit will bring these things to your remembrance. Amen. You know why you, that happened to you? Because you prepared for war in time of peace. That's how it happens. Amen. Amen. So today, we want to deal with um, Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 3, well, we're going to read verse 3 because we're going to deal with some more of the verses in that particular um, chapter. But Ephesians chapter 1 verses 3 is going to be the, the subtopic uh, scripture that we're going to use for the day. It says, all praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has, past tense, blessed us with every spiritual blesses, blessings in, heavenly, in the heavenly realm. Because we are united with Christ. Christ Jesus has blessed you with every spiritual blessing. Where? In heavenly places. Now last week, and we're going to use as a subject for this week, faith is the currency to the kingdom. Amen? Faith is the currency to the kingdom. Faith is the currency to the kingdom. Just like I've started every message dealing with this particular series. I want to start it again today with this statement. The average adult, y'all probably remember it now, right? The average adult in within within a day's time, you consume an approximately 11,000 liters of air a day. Has anyone been thinking about that even a little bit? 11,000 liters of air a day, but you probably rarely ever think about breathing. Think about the air that you need, unless you had a condition where you needed oxygen or something, you had a breathing condition. You never think about it. Well, in our foundational text, it says the just shall live, how? So live by faith in order for you and I to even exist in the kingdom of God. You have to do it by faith. You, to, you, you, in order to live and to function in the kingdom, the only way to do it is by faith. And I love that because, listen, faith is who he is. The only way to operate in this kingdom is to be like he is, to do it through him. You can't do it on your own. Amen? Your good looks won't do it. Your money won't do it. You can't buy it. You gotta have faith in Him and in Him alone, Amen. Then we talked about even even with the uh, the human being, if you were to stop breathing, within one to two minutes or one to three minutes, I think it is. Listen, if, if you were to stop breathing, that's when you will begin to have brain cells would be, begin to to be damaged, and right around the five minute mark, those brain cells will not be recoverable. Amen. I'm glad faith don't work like that. <laughs> Amen, somebody. Because there's some times, man. You know, I, one, of the, one of the scriptures I love is in Mark chapter, I think it's chapter 9, where the father went to Jesus because of his son was having this, this problem dealing with kind of, really epilepsy. And the father was so honest with Jesus. He said, he went to Jesus and said, "Can you? would you help us if you could? He's like, if I can. It's like all things are possible to them that believe, but the Father's response is what ministers to me. He said, I believe, but help my unbelief. Amen? Amen. Amen? So there's times you'll be going through situations. That's why we, we want to continue to bring these faith messages to you. You'll be get going through situations where you're having trouble or you're struggling with your faith. Amen? That's when you turn back to him. Amen? Amen. Somebody say, turn back to him. Amen. So once again, our foundational text, it says the just shall live by faith to live in the kingdom. This past week on this this past Friday, I was talking to a dear friend of mine. And you guys will get to meet him because he is like a, a brother from another mother. Amen. His name is Bishop Dexter Elston. We were we were privileged to be raised up in ministry together. We were um, in a church in Gaston, Alabama, um, United Christian Church. And our father in the faith there was was Apostle Maurice K. Wright, who's gone home to be with the Lord, but that man of God taught us so, so many things. Oh my goodness, he taught, he taught us so many things. So I'm talking to Dexter, and we're talking about the the condition that our society is in right now. It's crazy right now. We talked about how it's, it's, it's. It's incredible how you can see how the God of this world is blind in the eyes, the eyes of so many people. And here's the thing. I know it talks about it in scripture that we are in these perilous times. But it's one thing when, when you read it in scripture, but another when you experience it. And then once you begin to experience it, you say, oh, man, this is that. But, man, the, 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 the enemy, man, he is blinding the, the minds of so many people right now. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 and 4, it says it this. I'm going to read it. It says, if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. List the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God, should shine in them. All the stuff that we're dealing with right now, blinded eyes. People are being blinded. But here's the thing about the enemy. There's nothing new under the sun. He's doing the exact same thing that he did in the beginning. Amen. That's why I love Genesis. Genesis chapter 1, 2, and 3 tells you everything about who you are. The whole story's right there. Amen. What I'm telling you is so, so powerful. So there's nothing new under the sun. so even in the beginning, Satan comes to Eve and, and tries to get her to falter on the promises that she had. The Bible says this. He said when, when he came to he, he came to Eve, he having this conversation and he said, listen, surely God didn't say Surely God didn't say, listen, I say this time and time again, don't ever let the devil read scripture to you. <laughs> don't ever let him try to read scripture to you. You know why? Because he's going to twist it. But but what he's really trying to do is to get you twisted. So now here, here she is. In the garden, God had gave her these promises. And what the enemy tries to do to to even what he did then, he tried to cause her to doubt the promises of God. Amen. Amen? Amen. So then when it happened, now they done ate, both of them, and she got the got Adam to eat. God comes to her and said, Eve, what have you done? She said, the enemy, or Satan, beguiled me. That word, beguiled, means he mentally got into her head. And that's what the enemy's doing now. He's he's blinding people through their minds. Amen? Mentally. He got to her. How did he get to her mentally? With words. And that's the same thing he's trying to do to us today. He's trying to get us to doubt. He's trying to get us to, to not... To, to not remember the promises that God has, has given us, and then when to, to not even to remember, to get them confused but I Preach it. <laughs> that scripture over there. it's all good. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> but listen, that just reminds me. Is't it amazing we got these listen, we got these devices. you talking about faith comes by hearing. And I do it all the time too, man. You can put your little phone on and play scripture. So, man, here's the thing: the enemy's brick, not the enemy, but I believe that God is allowing certain things to come into the earth to help us. Now, what Satan does is just like he tried to do with Eve; he tries to twist it. Right. So, there's times when you can. It's okay to have your Bible reading to you. Amen. Somebody, your phone be reading to you. So, remember, on last week we talked about how faith is the currency to the kingdom. Amen. Faith is the, is, the, is the means of exchange that God has given us here in the earth in order to get and receive his promises. Amen. And when faith is activated, listen to this, it causes works of faith. Meaning that when your faith is activated, it will cause you to do something. Even if at the moment the only thing you do is believe. Amen. Amen. Because the Bible said about Abraham, listen, he said, it says about Abraham that Abraham believed God first. And it was counted to him as righteousness. He hadn't did anything but believe God. In John chapter 6, the people came to Jesus and said, how do we work the works of God? Well, Jesus' reply to them was, you work the works of God by believing who he has sent. So the first work for you and I to do is to believe. Amen. And Abraham, I love him. He's a good example. A great example. This is why he's called the father of our faith. Besides Jesus Christ himself, Abraham is probably the most famous person in the Bible. Abraham. You can go to almost any part of the world and mention the name Abraham and they will connect to him somehow. One of your three, three major religions, I should say, or three prominent religions that are out there, they're all connected to Abraham. Judaism is connected to Abraham. Amen. That's their father. The father of the Jewish nation is Abraham. Islam is connected to Abraham. Why? Because of the son, um, Ishmael. And man, did you know Ishmael had 12 sons too? And then for us, Christians, the believer, we're connected to Father Abraham because of the lineage of Jesus Christ. Amen. The lineage of Abraham goes on down to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Amen. Then you have Joseph, then you have the 12 tribes, and then Judah, David, and then out of the line of David comes the Messiah. Amen. See, Christianity is really the fulfillment of Judaism. Because Judaism is all leading towards the Messiah that's coming. I've had a chance to go to Israel for a couple of weeks and actually study there. Did you know there are some Jews in, in Israel, even to this day, that don't believe that the Messiah has come? A lot of times when we label them, they're called Orthodox Jews. They're still waiting for the Messiah. Amen. But how many know he has come? Hey, he, 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 he lived. He He died. And he rose again. Yeah. And he's sitting right now at the right hand of the Father. Right. Amen. But the Bible also talks about there's going to be a, a, a time when Jews are going to be converted. So many Jews are going to be converted in a day. Because the, here's the thing about the Jewish nation. I don't know why I'm here. I'm going to keep going in just a second. The Jewish nation is called God's chosen people. Right? Now, here's the thing about being chosen. Now, the only reason they were, they were chosen was just not to be special. Don, they wouldn't cho- you weren't chosen to be special. You were chosen to serve. They had a purpose. And one of the things they did with the purpose was, was this book. Amen. That was one of the purposes. Then the Messiah was supposed to come through that line. Amen. Y'all can thank me later for that little history lesson. with praise the Lord. <laughs> we're going to keep on moving. Amen. So we talked about that Abraham, is a, he is the father of our faith. And then the thing about, I love the story about Abraham, because Abraham is a great example for us, right? How God would, sh- would choose a person, give them a promise, and when he gave, them the, gave Abraham the promise, he believed God at that, at that moment. And at the, the first time he came to him, his name was Abram, right? And you know the, 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 the word Abram means high father, big daddy. And he didn't have no kids. None. He's 75 years old. Then he changes his name and calls him Abraham, the father of many nations. He still didn't have no kids. Probably, you know, back then, man, people lived a long time. He's like, I'm 75. I'm good. I'm going to have some kids. But Because he, he believed God right from the beginning. You know, when he told him he believed God. But it wasn't until 25 years later. He was 100 years old before he still had, you know, Until the promise seed came up. Right now, Ishmael was a product of his seed, but he wasn't the son of promise. The son of promise was going to be between him and Sarah. So that's where Isaac came in. Amen. So we come through that lineage. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Most of us can quote this scripture. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen, Amen. Faith is the subject. I'm sorry. Faith is the substance of what your hope is made of. I mean, I say that week after week because I want you to get it. See, here's the thing about the story of Abraham. When God told Abraham what he what he was going to do, the Bible says he believed God and was counted to him as righteousness. So it means that the moment he gave him the promise, he believed the promise, even when he hadn't seen it. It's like He saw his children when they didn't even exist. And to him, it created hope. And what faith does, when it creates hope, it creates evidence. Do you hear what I'm saying? And when you have evidence, it's something that's tangible. When God gives you promises and God gives me promises, if we believe him and receive them by faith, they become tangible. Amen. Yes. Something you can, listen, something you can touch when you ain't touched it. Hmm. Something you can feel when you haven't felt it. Amen. So he says you are healed by his stripes. You ain't, listen, you still racking with pain in your body, but the hope on the inside of you yes. causes you to receive your healing. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. yes, sir. Yes, sir. And by faith, the only thing you have to do from there is to walk it out. Amen. Right. Walk it out. I love Hebrews chapter 11, man, because I'm getting all over my nose. Hebrews chapter 11 says, man, those people died in faith. But here's the thing about faith, man. When you really have it, you got it. Even if you can't see it, I got it. I got it. I got it. Woo! So you can't tell me I ain't healed. Listen, I can take my last breath, and the last breath I say, I am healed by his stripes. I can be broke, disgusted with no money. And he says, I'm prosperous. I can say I'm prosperous. Why? Because he promised it to me. And if I receive it by faith and believe it by faith, the hope on the inside of me is going to activate me to do some things. Amen, somebody. Go ahead now. Faith Go ahead is now. seeing it and receiving it even if it can't be seen. Go ahead now. Sure you're 2 right, Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20 says this from the New Living Translation. The promises of God have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes. And through Christ, our amen, which means yes. So sometimes even in the body of Christ, man, when we say amen to some things. You saying yes to some things. Amen. So all the promises that God has for you and that God has for me, the answer is already yes. Already yes. Anybody excited about that? I'm excited about that. Faith activates the promises. Faith is our connection to grace. Grace is God's unmerited, unearned, undeserved blessings and favor of God. And it's also the operational power of God. Amen. It's it's how we do or how he does what he does in and through of. Faith is the currency of the kingdom. Amen. That's our topic. It's a means of exchange. It means that everything that you and I need has already been provided. You don't believe me? Ephesians chapter 1. We read this earlier. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 3 through 5 is what I'm going to read now this time from the New Living Translation. Ephesians 1, 3 through 5. I'm reading it from the New Living Translation. Everything you need has already been provided. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. Amen? Verse number 4 goes on to say, even before he made the world, even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to do uh, to, to be holy. That means to be set apart and without fault in his eyes. He made us holy. You can't make yourself holy. Can I park it here for just one second? Come on now. Amen? Uh-oh. I know, listen, the lift of your skirt don't make you holy. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. I'm gonna talk to the screen, because they the, the listen, do you hear what I'm saying? No. Right. Holy is when he sees set you apart. Yeah. Right. Amen. Or the hair. right? That your hair don't make you holy. Oh, yeah. it's, the outer appearance is not what is making you holy. Now how about this one. Even your language don't make you holy. On, on, oh man. I'm about to mess with some boy. I'm about to stumble some religious cows this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Amen. <laughs> Because this is what he's done for you and for me. When you were saved, hallelujah, when you received him as your Lord and Savior, the Bible says that he makes you right. He makes you holy. He has already set you aside. It's not, listen, but what happens is the more you get to know who he is, what he made you and what you do begin to just level out and equal out. Do you hear what I'm saying? Amen, somebody. So right now, right, you may be newly saved. And every now and then you have trouble with your language. Come on, You know, them words slip out every now and then. Blankety, blank, they blank, 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 blank. Somebody may say, well, I thought you were saved. And you know what your answer should be? I am saved. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought you were holy. Well, I am holy. He has set me apart. I'm just struggling right now. He got me. But you're still holy. Hey Amen. Let me get back to my scripture because I'm running out of time. Hey Amen. Where did I stop at? Verse number four. Even before he made the world, God loved you and chose you and chose you in Christ to be holy and without thought in his eyes. That means you're righteous. You're right standing. Holy is he set you apart. And without thought means that you're righteous. Amen. Verse number five. God decided in advance in advance to adopt you into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. On, uh, yeah. This is what he wanted to do. This is what God wanted to do for you and for me. And it gave him great pleasure. All right. God is pleased that you're saved. Amen. And then once he's, when he's, and he's pleased that you're saved, and then don't you wanna please him back? Yeah. Yeah. The only way to please him is to live by faith. Amen, somebody. So now the question is, you're telling me that he's prepared all these blessings for me, or or he has all these promises that have been prepared from the beginning of time. The next question is, well, how do I get them? How do I get my stuff? Amen. Amen. The only way to get them is by faith. And I had this acronym that I used. I I introduced it last week. I'm going to say it again. The acronym is faith. FAith, free access into the heavenlies. free access into the heavenlies. Your stuff has been prepared. the only way for you to get them is by faith. Amen. All spiritual blessings come through Jesus Christ, and they're received by faith as a result of God's grace, and they are interred in and in, in, they are in turn made known to us by His holy Spirit. Amen? So you get these spiritual blessings through Jesus Christ. You receive them by faith as a result of grace. And then they're made known to you by the Holy Spirit. Amen? Which takes us to our next scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 through 10. But as it is written, 1 first, uh, first Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 through 10. 9 and 10. But as it is written, I have not seen... Nor ear heard. Neither have entered into the heart of men. The things which God has prepared for them that love him. We quote this scripture all the time. But we stop right there. Verse number 10 says. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yea the deep things of God. The Holy Spirit is the lens that causes us to see what he has for you. Amen. He's prepared all these things, all these promises for you before the Bible says, but even before, you know, before the foundations of the world, they were prepared for you. But the only way to see him is through the spirit. Right. You don't even know they're there. The, listen, the Holy Spirit has to reveal that stuff to you. You can, you can rehearse it. You can hear it even from the word of God but listen, if you don't receive it by faith and the Holy Spirit doesn't, he doesn't guarantee it by you seeing it through the lenses of faith then that means you can't see it the only way to see it is through the lenses of faith man that's the, that's the lenses that we have we talked about last week, it's like this I used this analogy and I loved it, I was listening to the word myself I said I gotta use that one again, that was a good one amen, praise the Lord it's just like back in the military, right I remember the time I uh, I was first introduced to night vision goggles. The very first time, and it blew my mind. You remember Willie? Blew my mind. Why did it blow your mind? Because in total darkness, when you put these goggles on, you could see. That's what happens through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is like your night vision goggles. Because people of the world, man, they don't, listen, here's the thing about people of the world, they don't even see what they see. Do you see? (laughs) They don't even see what they see. But man, when you look through the lenses of the Holy Spirit, you're trying to explain to them what's happening. Amen. Amen. You just, all y'all in the job just got pink slips. You see what I'm saying? Ain't nobody getting paid. The one that made all the money, the one that used to be bawling, he over there crying. And he made all kind of money. He crying, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Here you are with your little minimum wage self. Hey, man, you, you, you on the low, low part of the totem pole. And then you are, you, you, you know, you packing up your stuff. And the one that make it on the said, you ain't worried. Man, man, shoot. God's going to spot all my needs. Yeah, man, I'm fine. but I, I, well, you got a lot of money saved? I ain't got a lot of money saved, up, but, but hey, man, I serve a God. Who owns the cattle on Thousand Hill? The gold is his, the silver is his, you know, he said, Hey, and I'm 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 his son. So that means if it's his, it's mine. Amen. Amen. He said, What you talking about? He, then you looked at him and said, You can't see it. <laughs> Come on now. Then he looked back and said, what you talking about? What, on you on got to look back at him and say, You can't see it. Amen. You know why? The one with the minimum wage job is looking through the lenses of faith. Amen. He sees that all of his needs are met. God is gonna provide everything he needs. Amen. Amen. He will never leave him nor forsake him. But the one with all the money in the world, if you don't know the Lord, you're going to see through the eyes of men. That's why we walk by faith and not by sight. In total darkness is what we're dealing with right now. Dealing with this pandemic and dealing with everything that we're dealing with. We Listen, man, we are the light of the world. So that's how we're walking through this thing. Amen, somebody. Anybody walking with me? All spiritual blessings, amen, they only come to us by faith. And spiritual blessings are not earned. So that's why, that, you know, the one with all the money and all the stuff like that, you can't buy blessings. That's right. Romans chapter 4, verse 1 through 5 is going to, what I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation. Y'all all right? Amen. Y'all doing okay? Amen. Romans chapter 4, because I'm about to run. I don't know about you, man. This faith thing is stirring. It's... it's Romans chapter 4, verse 1 through 5. New Living Translation is what I'm going to be reading from. Because I got my night vision goggles on. Amen, somebody. Amen. Abraham was, humanly speaking, the founder of our Jewish nation. What did he discover about being made right with God? Verse number 2. If his good deeds had made him acceptable to God, he would have had something to boast about. But that's not God's way. Somebody said that's not God's way. I'm so glad that I know you're glad too. Amen. Amen. All right. Verse number three. I'm gonna go on. For, For the Scripture tells us Abraham believed God, and God counted him as righteous because of his what? Because of his faith. It wasn't because of the things he did. It was because of his faith. Verse number four says, when people work, their wages are not a gift, but something they have earned. But people are counted as righteous, not because of their works, but because of their faith in God who forgives sinners. Amen. Spiritual blessing doesn't come from working it out or you being obedient to the law. That's not how you're blessed spiritually. Amen. In fact, there's nothing that you can do in your normal, un- unregenerated human nature that will please God. You can't please God in your human flesh. You're not pleasing God just because you're helping people and you're not doing it by faith. Amen. The only way the Bible tells us to please God is to do everything that you do and do it how? By faith. faith. That's the only way that we can do what we do. We do it by faith. It's not the, the power of what you call your godliness. It's not your posture. Amen. It's your faith that pleases him. So you can have some people that go to church and receive the same spiritual blessings. Others go to the same identical service and receive absolutely nothing from God. Well, how does that happen? It almost goes back to the parable of the sower. Your heart has to be prepared. Your heart has to be good ground in order to receive the word that you're going to receive. So everybody in here right now, my prayer is that, listen, four out of four, good ground. Amen. But when, you're, when, you're, when your heart is stony or, 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 or when your heart is the wayside and, and, you know, you've got all these conditions internally, you can receive the same word, but to have no result, it profits you nothing because the word that you're receiving, you're not mixing it with faith. Amen. And the least likely one that you would think is receiving this word or not receiving the word you know how you get in church sometimes and say, went, that, that word, I got that one all That's for sister so-and-so over there. I've been trying to tell her. <laughs> right? Yeah. And you're walking in, with blinders on. Amen. And that, that one that you've been trying to tell with a humble heart that's crying before the Lord, she's receiving it. Amen. She's receiving it by faith. Amen. And when you receive something by faith, the result is fruit. Somebody say the result is fruit. Hallelujah. So that means the external is not what makes the difference. It it has to be received by your heart first, not your head. Amen. Meaning that it has to become revelation in your life. It goes back once again to the parable of the sword. Good ground. It comes from your heart to your head. From, and then it, it goes from revelation to motivation to activation. It's going to cause you to do something. Amen. When it comes to our spiritual blessings, man, it's not all about the things that you can necessarily touch. It's not always things, you know, monetarily things. And, you know, sometimes we we mess this little prosperity messes up in the body of Christ. It's all about the blings. But it, spiritual blessings is all not all about the blings, not about how big your house is. It's not about how new your car is, about what you're wearing, amen, what's on your feet. That's not, that doesn't mean that you're being spiritually blessed. It's also dealing with things that you can share and experience, such as, how about love, joy, peace, wisdom, revelation, spiritual gifts. How about this one? I, I'm praying for this one all the time. The ability to have patience with others. Don't you know that's a spiritual gift? That's part of the fruit of the spirit. We're going to deal with that here coming up soon. Amen. That's a spiritual gift. It ain't all about, and you receive those spiritual gifts by faith. When's the last time that you've asked the Lord to help you with patience by faith? Fanny said she did. I'm telling you to be patient with faith. Amen. You know when that person that always gets on your last nerves mm. every time. Every time. And sometimes you know you just gotta have a little patience with them. Aren't you glad that God has patience with you? Yeah, yeah that's running stuff right there. Because boy, I know, I know for me. You know. You too. <laughs> Somebody just be honest. <laughs> what they just say. Tell the truth and shame the devil. Amen. How about just tell the truth? (laughs) Leave the shame the devil stuff out. Just tell the truth. The promises of God brings hope to us. But we have to be like Abraham. We have to have faith and patience. That means that sometimes, man, you know, there's some things that I'm dealing with right now that I'm asking God for this combination. Faith and patience. Because the Bible says through faith and patience, he obtained the promises. Amen. It's like. It's like for me, sometime in certain areas, uh, don't be looking at me all crazy, y'all. Too the, the, certain areas, I, you know, I, I, I exercise my faith, but I become impatient. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But but listen, when you ask God for faith and patience, He'll give. They really come in in a pack. Yes, sir. <laughs> you you really should. You don't want one without the other. Right. Through faith and patience, Amen. He obtained the promises. Can I have my musicians to play? I'm going to get ready to bring it to a close. Amen. I think it's a good stopping point. I'm going to go ahead. And, I got a little more, but we want to keep bring it to a close. Faith and patience. You turn it down just a little bit. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 13 and 15. King James Version, it says this. For when, for when God made promise to Abraham, Because he could swear to no greater He swore by himself Saying Surely Surely Blessings I will bless thee And multiplying I will multiply thee And so after He had patiently Endured The Bible tells us that he Obtain the promise. Man, God wants to bless you. He has so many promises for you. Amen. But the only way for you and I to access these promises is only through faith. It's not about your good works, man. It's not that you go to church every week. Because you can come in here just like we we talked about earlier. Two people can come in here and hear the same word. One will leave with with belief in their heart. And the other one will leave with just information in their heart or in their head. One has belief in their heart. The other one has information in your head. I don't know about you, man, but I want belief in my heart. Amen? Because that's the thing that's going to change you that's the thing that's gonna change me there's a prayer that Paul prayed over the church of Ephesus in Ephesians chapter 3 I want to pray that prayer over you today can I do that amen and we're gonna close with this prayer because no you got to know when you're knowing that God wants the very best for you your children your children's children and for generations God wants the best for you and for them amen do you believe that God wants the best for you he has promises that he has given he he gave you these promises before the foundation of the world they're yours do you want them Amen. amen I want mine and I want you to have yours. So here's this prayer. I want, I want to pray this you. Could you lift your hands to the Lord as I read this and receive this? When I think of all this, I fall on my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and in earth. I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him your roots will grow down deep into God's love and keep you strong and may you have the power to understand as all God's people should how wide, how long how high and how deep his love is may you experience the love of Christ through though it is too great to understand fully Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you and I ask or think according to the power that worketh in you. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. And if you receive that and you believe that, can you answer with a resounding amen? Can you say that one more time? Amen. One more time. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God you got to receive it, my God. you got to receive it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord that you've been blessed today. We're going to ask Elder Garfield to come. Thank you for spending time listening to the Word of God. We pray that today's message has fallen on good ground and will produce a 30, 60, or even 100-fold harvest in your life. Don't forget to join us next week. Be sure to subscribe to the New Covenant Christian Church podcast and click share to share with friends and family because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. God bless you and have a safe and prosperous week.